Welcome to The Extra, the show that connects you with the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. And often, we connect you to organizations, organizations that may be well-known at the local level or national level, or maybe organizations uh, that people lack familiarity with, or maybe organizations in this case who we're going to focus on today is an organization that may have had a lot of prominence uh, when it was launched. Maybe some people have lacked that familiarity in more recent times. So we're going to try and uh, restart the conversation. And we're talking about the Peace Corps. And the Peace Corps is an organization that calls for motivated change makers to volunteer to make a difference and represent our nation around the world. And uh, we've just had some new stats come out that show that Colorado is tied for seventh place among all the U.S. states for producing the most Peace Corps volunteers in 2023. And that's the reason for bringing this organization uh, a little bit more of a spotlight here on the extra. So I'd like to uh, welcome to the show. We have Owen Ziegelbaum, who is a Peace Corps volunteer based in Fiji. Owen, welcome to the extra. Hi there, Shannon. Thank you for having me. And we should mention that Owen is uh, joining us all the way from Fiji. So uh, there may be a little bit of delay in some of the uh, comments just because of the time involved in uh, that uh, electronic process. Uh, We also have Tamim Chaduri, Public Affairs Specialist with the Peace Corps, joining us here on the KRDL Newsline. Tamim, welcome to The Extra. Thank you for having us, Shannon. Well, first of all, I'd like to start with Owen. Uh, Owen, you are from Colorado. So tell us what it was like growing up in this state and what made you choose the Peace Corps? Yeah, so my uh, my dad moved to Colorado um, kind of midway through my childhood. Um, and so, you know, Colorado is effectively my home. Um, it's where I go back for every holiday. and. Um, I have a really, really awesome community um, based there in many different parts of the state that I've lived. And, um, you know, when I was finishing uh, my undergraduate degree, it was time to start looking for jobs. And, um, you know, it was I was trying a lot of conventional uh, paths to employment that were, you know, seemingly okay. I was, but I wasn't getting too excited about them. And, I can't remember how the Peace Corps got thrown into the conversation, but I started talking about it among those circles just to kind of get some feedback. And, uh, you know, the folks in in my Colorado community were just overwhelmingly supportive, um, even if they didn't really know, um, you know, what exactly, uh, you know, there was to to gain and to contribute from it. Um, Because obviously the Peace Corps is such a, you know, a holistic and, and, and complicated, um, you know, uh, experience to have. And so, um, you know, they kind of gave me a lot of confidence to just kind of, uh, you know, apply and then accept uh, an invitation to serve um, and just kind of walk into the experience with, uh, you know, an open heart and, and just a mind that was ready to explore and to learn and, and to just accept the experience and embrace it for what it is. 
You talked about uh, something that uh, I'm familiar with in terms of I have a, a child, a teenager is going through college and, a, you know, there are paths to, uh, you know, a, a lot of corporate jobs and, and maybe doing this and that. But to choose to volunteer uh, is something that uh, maybe takes you off that path for a while. Maybe it lasts for uh, as long as your first Peace Corps stint. Maybe it lasts for a lifetime. I mean, it's a pretty uh, big and major departure. But at the same time, like you said, it sounds like you you felt called that, that this almost spoke to you in a, in a way that uh, corporate life didn't. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good assessment of, of where I was at at the time. You know, I think, you know, for starters, I, I'm super fortunate to, to have been able to consider taking time off um, of, of, of earning a regular income to kind of have an experience like this, you know, um, and, and that reality was something that, that grappling with it um, has definitely helped me grow and mature, um, put me in a place to kind of, you know, em- embrace the kind of privilege that I have. Um, and, and it's definitely, I think, helped to reorient the, the idea of a career and of work. Did you have uh, moments priority of priority in my own life? Oh, I'm sorry. Can, um, go, then, go ahead and continue that thought. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead and continue that thought. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I was just going to say the flip side to that is like, you know, when you're volunteering, like there's, you know, you're, you're on your, your, your own agenda, to, so to speak, where, you know, your, your efforts and energies are kind of um, drawn out of the walls of your own heart. And it's, and it's not, you know, directly tied to this like incentive punishment system. And, um, and I, that, that's certainly been, you know, very helpful and, de- and and helped me develop as a person and as a as a neighbor and whatnot. So, yeah. We we mentioned at the top of this that there were uh, there is so many uh, Colorado volunteers who joined the Peace Corps in 2023 that have put the state at at the seventh place uh, spot in terms of producing uh, those volunteers. 69 uh, people volunteered out of Colorado for the Peace Corps in the last year. Uh, so did you ever have any doubts, Owen? Of course I had doubts. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's the thing, you know, my, my uncle, when I was, I was talking to him, I think within the first month of training I got when I was in Fiji, he described it great. He, I was telling him all about it. And he said, you know what? It sounds like it's life on full blast. Uh-huh. And that's the kind of phrase that I think just so well captures the, an experience in the Peace Corps. It's just like um, the best of the best, the worst of the worst and everything in between. Um, but, you know, I think it's that that richness and, and vividness of, of the experience that I was drawn to initially. Um, and, and that I think for me has helped to help me, you know, reframe those moments of doubt and, and, and not being sure about what I'm doing here as experiences for growth and experience for connection with other people. 
Well, Owen Ziegelbaum is our uh, guest, one of our two guests today. We're talking about the Peace Corps. And uh, if you are interested in what we're talking about, the Peace Corps, of course, is online. You can go to Peace Corps, C-O-R-P-S, Dot gov, uh, And if you'd like to find out more, you can uh, learn more by uh, getting set up with a recruiter, connecting with a recruiter after you visit that Peace Corps website. Uh, we have to take a break here. Owen Zuglebaum is our guest as we are talking uh, to him about his experiences being a Peace Corps volunteer in Fiji. More with the extra here in a moment. We're back with the extra and our focus today on the Peace Corps, a volunteer experience unlike any other. And Owen Zuckerbaum has been learning that uh, firsthand. He volunteered from Colorado and has been in Fiji. So first explain uh, the process. You you said you had training. What did that consist of? Because uh, they're, they're not going to fly these volunteers to these countries uh, w- without that background, that supportive foundation, right? Yes, that's exactly right. We got, uh, I, I think it depends on the country, but here in Fiji, we received around 10 weeks of language and cultural intensive training before we were sent off to um, integrate and live in our own sites. So language, I don't even know what language do they speak there? Is it Fijian? Um, yes, Okay. It is the gene. How 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 easy was it for you to start communicating in that language? Oh my gosh, I'm still working on it. Um, <laughs> it's 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 a tricky language. It's not like anything I've ever learned before, but um, it's been a very humbling process and incredibly rewarding once you get the hang of it. So one of the things that Peace Corps volunteers uh, do when they are in a, a new nation uh, to them, a new nation to them, is is they try to uh, provide some of that infrastructure support or or uh, uh, institutional support, uh, teaching in schools, building things. So so what was your uh, main mission when you landed there and when you got integrated into your community? I am here with the Community Economic Development Program, which is one of the many different programs that the Peace Corps offers uh, partner countries. And my my job here basically in the community is to uh, help it become more financially resilient. And that has to do with, uh, you know, everything from uh, income generating activities at the community level um, to helping individual families um, be more financially responsible. So, you know, teaching budgeting workshops um, and savings classes. Was the culture receptive to that? Because, I mean, that's a big part of the Peace Corps experience is that you're launching yourself into a a new culture, uh, which looks at things differently sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's, that I think is, is the whole, the, both the frustration and also the the, the challenge and, and and the the novelty of of the experience is that it's not a perfect fit, you know, in terms of what the Peace Corps program is offering these communities and also just the kind of nature of 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 local culture here, um, and so 
for me, it's been a, a, you know, it's kind of been like putting together a puzzle, like what parts of this program are going to actually be compatible um, with the local customs and institutions um, and hierarchy that that's existed in the community here. Describe for us maybe a typical, I don't want to say a typical day, because I'm sure each day you have certain goals and, and uh, schedule various meetings. But what would a typical week for you consist of? Because I know a lot of folks are listening to this and thinking, hey, a week on Fiji, I can imagine what I'd be doing lying on the beach. Tell us what your typical <laughs> week looks like. Yeah, so I guess starting on Monday um, and, and moving throughout the week, you know, my, I live in a fairly, fairly large village, relatively speaking, um, between 400 to 500 residents, um, at any given time. And, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time, um, either, you know, uh, kind of at home studying, uh, you know, for, for my language, like learning Fijian better. Um, and, and also I spend a lot of time kind of just going around because there's just so many homes here and so many households who um, are experiencing, you know, different, you know, different things happening to them throughout the week. Um, and, and going around in a Fijian village is, is, is different in the sense that everybody's doors open um, and, and there's pretty much a standing invitation to come in, sit down and chat. Um, and that's, quite phenomenal when you you know compare it to our culture back in the u.s um and so i get a lot of information about you know kind of the local events uh you know local gossip even um uh, just from going around and you know then i think kind of here and there um I'll be working on some component of my my actual work, um, be it facilitating a workshop or attending a community savings group a session that uh, meets regularly um, that I helped to to start here. Um, and then on the weekends, it's a lot of uh, preparing for church. Um, Fiji's a very Christian country, and so. When Sunday rolls around, it's multiple masses a day and a big feast at lunchtime. And, um, you know, the expectation is kind of just being with with your family and, and, and not working. So that, I would say, is a pretty good representation of a week here. It sounds very fulfilling. I, so a favorite food out of one of those feasts? Have you developed one that's uh, more Fijian than uh, American? Yes, they they do this crazy thing. They they take, well, of course, being on an island, fish is fish is a delicacy here. Um, and but what they do is they scrape the inside of a of a coconut and and they strain it in water, and they cook uh, fish in coconut milk oh. and and serve it and you eat it with your hands and it's just so good. Oh, that sounds delicious. So they so they give you fresh coconut milk. I mean, you can't get any fresher. And, and they're essentially, uh, it sounds like poaching the fish in that kind of liquid. That sounds 
amazing. <laughs> very, very <Exactly>. delicious. <laughs> we need to take a break here. We're talking with Owen Ziegelbaum, who is reaching us from Fiji, where he is a volunteer with the Peace Corps. As we were mentioning at the top of the show, Colorado it ranks seventh on the list of U.S. states for producing the most Peace Corps volunteers in 2023. When we come back, we'll be checking in with Tamim Choudhury, Public Affairs Specialist for the Peace Corps. We want to talk more about this wonderful organization. You're listening to The Extra. We're back with The Extra and our second half hour and our guest today, Owen Ziegelboom, who is a Peace Corps volunteer in Fiji. He's also from Colorado, so a lot of local ties. Also, Tamim Chaudhuri, who's Public Affairs Specialist for the Peace Corps. And uh, so, Tamim, joining us here on the KRDO Newsline, let's talk about, so, other states that have produced, so this is in per capita, so you would expect California produces, uh, produced in 2023, 180 people volunteering to go into the Peace Corps, New York producing 92, Texas producing 87, Florida 83, uh, Virginia, North Carolina, and then comes Colorado, Maryland tied at that seventh slot. Uh, so we're kind of, uh, we're, uh, What's the word? Um, seems like it would be uh, punching above their weight. We're definitely uh, playing to our strengths in terms of our volunteerism in the state. Uh, what would you say it takes to volunteer for the Peace Corps? First off, thanks for having us again, Shannon. And I would say you're definitely punching above your weight. <laughs> we are looking for people like Owen who are willing to make a dedication, change makers, if you will. Um, we lost our volunteers during the COVID pandemic. We had to evacuate globally, and we are refilling the particular posts. Right now, we've got 58 countries that have more than 2,400 Peace Corps volunteers, uh, 39 volunteers in Fiji. We're looking for those who want to make a difference and can see the long-term goal, if you will. Sure, you're volunteering right now and you're earning a living stipend. If you want to compare that to the corporate world, you would perhaps be definitely making more in the U.S. But afterwards, you get so many benefits, as in volunteers like Owen, once they come back, they have a non-competitive eligibility. And that means you get a leg up in the federal government for employment you're looking for. You have basically um, an elevated resume as compared to anybody else because you've already served with the federal government as a volunteer. There's also the Coverdell program, and that's basically a lot of universities will provide tuition assistance to you just because you are a Peace Corps volunteer. And you get to be a part of this network of like 240,000 volunteers who have served before you and so forth. And you have this vast pool of resources you can tap into once you come back to the United States. And I also want to add in that you receive a $10,000 approximately readjustment allowance upon coming back in. So having said all that, it's volunteers like Owen who make this work. Owen, they see the big picture. Finish that thought. Sorry. Finish that thought. Okay. They make our whole system work. They go into the grassroots. They are willing to learn new languages. As Owen has just told you, he has learned Fijian. He goes into the community door to door, seeing what can be done. And the whole project is community economic empowerment, seeing how the community can generate more income. Perhaps it's 
pulling in your monetary resources to offer loans. Perhaps it's just a weaving project that can be marketed better to the cities, things like that. So we're looking for people who want to do this and kind of want to think outside the box, if you will. So I know that uh, mostly you're getting people who uh, will volunteer who are coming from the younger ranks. They may have student loans. What happens to that student loan debt while they are in the the Peace Corps? I mean, is there a certain consideration that can be made? Most definitely, there's the possibility of deferring it while you're in service. And the president has also looked into... um, student loan forgiveness. I would ask that particular individual before he signs on, he or she signs on to the Peace Corps to speak to that particular lending agency and ask that, hey, what can be done with my loan since I am serving in the Peace Corps? But as far as I can tell you, yes, there's definitely a deferment. And then when we're talking about ages, I mean, it's not just young people that the Peace Corps is interested in recruiting, right? Most definitely. You're very right, Shannon. We oftentimes recruit retirees because at that age, you're kind of done with your financial responsibilities, right? Perhaps they're empty nesters and you have, you're you're retired from your work. So if they want to do something after having their work life in the U.S., we definitely want to tap into that market because these are very educated individuals, right? They've served so many years in a particular service. We need skilled people like that, (laughs) frankly. And the the Peace Corps got its start during uh, the Kennedy presidency. Uh, so the the idea for it, I mean, it is certainly spread. What is the basis behind the mission? Spreading goodwill and world peace wherever we go in. And if you once again, you could look at the long term. Yeah, I was just reading a news story from Africa, a chess master. He passed away and he credited one of his teachers who was a Peace Corps volunteer. And imagine how many years that back that was. That was probably in the 60s. So making that individualized difference in that person's life, that even at basically after he's become a chess master and so forth, I'm thinking it's towards the end of his life, he remembered that Peace Corps volunteer that, hey, that person paid attention to my talents, made a difference in my life, and Look what we are having today. That person remembers this one individual, most likely like Owen, who went and taught at an African country. And to this day, that impact is being felt. Yeah. And and I've had in my own life uh, two friends who, uh, well, people I consider friends who've uh, volunteered as Peace Corps volunteers, one in Swaziland and one in Benin. And uh, the, the change that really came through after their service was done. I mean, you can't emerge from such an experience unchanged. I mean, they have such a uh, different mindset when it comes to their worldview and see so many different layers and also <laughs> definitely see and impress upon uh, those when they return how, how blessed we are and how lucky we are to, to be in such a developed country. We're definitely looking into this, making a difference, that whole generational change. And what I find really extraordinary is whenever I see uh, new volunteers who, when I ask, why are you joining the Peace Corps? They say, my parents joined the Peace Corps, and that made a difference. So 
just to look at that generational impact. The parents probably went to the Gambia and so forth. This person is going into somewhere completely new, but that impact, if you will, that was left by his or her parents, and then they want to continue this. And it's quite striking. I, I myself, I've been in the federal government for a number of years, and this agency, I tell you, once you see, read stories like this, it really wants, you want to stay in with this agency for as long as you can. <laughs> well, we hope that people listening to this maybe will uh, spark an interest out there. Um, we need to take another break. When we come back, more from Tamim Chudori, Public Affairs Specialist for the Peace Corps, as well as Owen Zigelboom, who is a Peace Corps volunteer who is uh, joining us from Fiji on the KRDO Newsline. We're back with our final segment of the extra. Today, our focus is on the Peace Corps, and we're talking to Tamim Shadouri, Public Information Specialist with the Peace Corps, as well as Owen Ziegelboom, who is a Fiji Peace Corps volunteer, uh, serving in Fiji, I should say, but from Colorado. So a Coloradan who is uh, making a difference uh, half a world away. So, uh, Owen, let's bring the conversation back to you. As you were hearing about this, uh, what do you think is going to be, when you look back on your service, I know you're one year into it, correct? When you look back at your service, what do you think is going to be the main takeaway for you? Oh, wow. Really pulling the punches here. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think the biggest takeaway for me um, is, uh, you know, you, I couldn't have ever possibly appreciated how big the world is um, from, you know, kind of defaulting to uh, a more traditional career path after college. Um you know, and, and that's and that's even in the U.S. You know, when you when you travel abroad, when you live abroad, um, the world really opens up to you in a way that really challenges your own perspectives of, you know, what's important, what what has, you know, ethical and moral value. Um, you see how people live their lives differently um, in ways that serve them and don't serve them. Um, and I think, like, you know, it's just been a real good crash course for me, the Peace Corps has, um, in terms of just kind of growing into myself. Um, and, you know, I'm really fortunate that I've, I've had the, the opportunity to do this at such a, you know, relatively young age. And, you know, hopefully um, I'll have a lot of time ahead to be able to share my experience with other people and then, you know, you know, encourage people to to work with the Peace Corps um, and and kind of take up their own experiences in the future. Was there ever a moment when you felt down or um, discouraged, and what got you through it, and and how did you emerge on the other side a a, a stronger volunteer? Mm. There have been many moments like that. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's so many, there's so many different strategies that people have and, and, and harp on, um, to, to, to getting yourself out of those mental ruts. Um, but, you know, when I, when I look back on, on, on overcoming those challenges, um, you know, it was it was two things. It was really just the support that 
that I had both in country among my Peace Corps, my Peace Corps cohort, um, my community here in Fiji, and then also my community back home um, who have been supportive and encouraging me to keep, you know, pressing forward in, in those moments. And then, you know, also um, the cool thing about this experience is that it's, it's you know, if, if it's nothing else, it's a challenge. Um, and so that was kind of the expectation that I walked into it with. Um, and uh, so those moments became a lot more palatable for me to endure um, because it was, you know, something that I knew was going to, was going to happen at some point or another. Um, and, and, and like I said, it's really just other people pulling their weight when, when, when I can't pull my own and, I'm really fortunate for that. I'm really grateful for for all of their help uh, when I needed it the most. Well, you certainly have uh, made the most of your uh, life experience going through this and and, uh, bringing so much to a community uh, that probably is very much welcoming uh, of your skills and expertise. And so, uh, Owen, just want to salute you as uh, one of Colorado's representatives in uh, the Peace Corps organization, helping to bring the worldview of the U.S. uh, to Fiji. Owen Zickelbaum who is a Peace Corps volunteer. Thank you for joining us here on The Extra. Thank you for having us, Shannon. And Tamim Shoudhury, Public Affairs Specialist with the Peace Corps. Tamim, if you would like to say how people can get involved in becoming a volunteer or explore that path, uh, where should they go? How should they do it? Most definitely. Just go to peacecorps.gov. That's P-E-A-C-E-C-O-R-P-S.gov. There's a connect with the recruiter button. Just click on that, and there's a list of recruiters right in your area, be it Colorado, be it Texas. And just take a look. We ask people to, you're not, we're not asking you to commit immediately. Just take a look at this. And I was just thinking of what can I say as a cool story. There was a return volunteer. I believe the gentleman served in Kazakhstan. And he was telling me how he became a part of the space program in that country when he served. This was probably several years back before I joined the Peace Corps or Owen started, you know. And today he's he's not a petroleum engineer, but he's in the oil and gas industry. I see other return volunteers who are now data scientists, climate scientists. And it just seems like whatever your particular education is, after the Peace Corps, it's elevated so much your experience level, you end up in different sectors. Like I was telling telling you earlier, the gentleman's not a petroleum engineer, but he got into the uh, petroleum engineering sector after the Peace Corps, that's where life took him. So I'd ask everybody to just take a look, consider it. If it's not for you, we totally understand. But no matter what your age is, if you are an adult US citizen, take a look at our service. Even if you don't consider applying, just look at a really, unique federal agency and what your federal tax dollars are doing to make a real global impact. Fascinating. It's been great talking to you both. Tamim Shaduri and Owen Zugelbaum, thank you for joining us on The Extra. Thanks for having us, Shannon.